Inside Cougar Football. Rex makes the catch. 10-5 touchdown! Inside Cougar Football with Isaac Rex. Sponsored by Economics Partners on Cougar Sports Saturday. Welcome back in to KSL News Radio and KSLSports.com. It's time for Inside Cougar Football with Isaac Rex. And it's sponsored by Economic Partners. Getting ready for BYU and Oklahoma. It's senior day and one of the 30 seniors that will be honored this Saturday is Isaac Rex, and he joins us, as always, every single week here on KSL News Radio. We'll get to senior day in a moment, Isaac. I do want to talk, though, and start things off. You're now the all-time record holder among tight ends for touchdowns in a career. Congrats on that. That's That's got to be pretty exciting. Yeah, it's a cool record. Um, it's, a, it's a good thing I could, you know, tell my kids that I accomplished. Um, yeah, it's cool to, you know, have the Rex name. Uh, be able to hold a, a record, and I know there's going to be a lot more Rexes coming up. Um, you know, and there's going to be a lot, uh, you know, more tight ends that are going to be coming up. And there's been way better tight ends than me in the past, but to hold a record is is pretty cool. So, who are the other Rexes coming up? Well, I got my little oldest brother Xander. Uh, he's a junior right now. Uh, he plays like linebacker and tight end. And then I also have a couple cousins that are really good. And then hopefully my son is playing, That's you know, right. whether it's basketball, volleyball, or football. We're going to see what he's the best between those well, that's, three. Well, that's cool. But, that was a that was a great moment on, on Saturday. I, I know it wasn't the most ideal game to have that record, but still a cool moment uh, <laughs> and a career accomplishment for you. Take us through that play, though. Third quarter, Parker Kingston – Throws that pass. Uh, it's, I, I assume that's a special in the playbook. Uh, just take us through that play and how it came to be. Yeah, I mean, we we run so many jet sweeps that those safeties fly down, you know. So it was, kind of, it was a good call by A-Rod. Uh, you know, I got some other catches earlier in that drive. So I'm glad they didn't, you know, key on me on that play too hard, even though they, they were other plays in the game. But... Yeah, I mean, uh, Parker threw a great ball. I was able to get in the end zone. Um, yeah, and it was uh, it was a good play. Yeah, obviously, we want a better result um, in the game, and that's what I'm most worried about or, you know, or what I'm most concerned about is obviously how we're losing. But, um, yeah, I mean, to have a individual accomplishment is cool. But, yeah, I mean, that was a, that was a fun play, but I wish we could – get in the end zone a little bit more <laughs> as an offense. Yeah, that was a tough loss against Iowa State. For, from your vantage point, Isaac, why do you feel like the offense has struggled again? You know, I we were getting down there in the end, in the red zone, um, and we were, it felt like we were moving the ball a little more. We ran the ball probably the best that any other game. We didn't throw the ball as great, but – yeah, I mean, these teams uh, are really good. Iowa State's a good team, uh, well-coached, smart players, good athletes. But, you know, it's – it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's just how this year has been going, which totally sucks. But, you know, we're not giving up yet. We got three, two more games to, you know, to try to make a bowl game, get that sixth win. But, yeah, I mean, it that's just kind of – how it goes sometimes. I felt like we were moving the ball well. We got in the red zone a couple times. 
could have put more points on the board. Um, but yeah, only putting 13 up is not good enough and it won't win you any games in, in the big 12. What has impressed you though, about Jake Retzlaff, these last two starts and just the way that he kind of operates as a quarterback when, when he's starting. Yeah, Jake, I mean, he's, he's been doing really well with, uh, you know, run the ball, um, creating some plays. He's had some good throws. Um, and yeah, I mean, whether it's him or Keaton out there on Saturday, I, I feel like whoever the quarterback is, they'll do a great job. Um, you know, as long as they don't try to, you know, do too much sometimes, if that makes sense. Kind of just take what the defense is giving you. Try, we don't have to, you know, make 20-yard plays every time. You know, we can dump it off, get five, six yards, you know, have a manageable second or third downs. And I think, yeah, as long as we do that as a team collectively in, in the quarterback room or tight end or running backs individually, um, you know, we'll, we'll have a chance. How much does the offense change, if at all, uh, with Retzlaff compared to Slovis? Um, I feel like, yeah, there's more um, just probably the running ability of Jake. Um, that's probably the only thing that really changes. Uh, you know, Keaton is more of a pocket passer. And so um, Jake is more of like a scrambler, um, you know, dual threat kind of quarterback. So, yeah, you you could see there's a lot of, you know, Jake, um, he uh, ran the ball pretty well on Saturday and he made some plays with his legs. And so that was pretty huge. So that's probably the only difference, though. Why do you feel like the offense has been faced with so many third and longs this year? Is there like a common theme or trend that, you've noticed over the course of the season that you feel is causing the team to be in, in, you know, third and third and long often. Well, it's either we're getting penalties or we're just not getting enough yards on that, you know, the first and second downs and that those, those downs are huge um, to be able to get, you know, a manageable third down. We did get a lot of first downs on Saturday so, I mean, when you look at it, it's yeah. I think we had pretty much the same first downs as Iowa State when I looked at the box score after. So we're getting first downs on first and second down. But on third down, we're just, yeah, we're not executing. We're not converting. And we're, it's where it's a long, you know, it's a long third down, which is tough. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, not ideal to get in that situation, but we are getting first downs. We are moving the ball um, relatively well, but we have to do a better job at sustaining drives on third down. Senior day this week against Oklahoma, 10 a.m. kick early morning. First time you get experience that. How uh, <laughs> yeah. how uh, excited are you for, well, senior day, we'll get to that, but uh, an early morning kick, a 6 a.m. wake-up call, I understand. Yep, that's what I heard. I mean, it's a throwback to the mission. I prepared two years for that, so uh, waking up early. Um, yeah, I've never played a game that early. It's usually like night games or, you know, at 5 o'clock. We've had a couple, um, you know, two, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock games, but 
never at 10 a.m. So we'll be done around game will be over, you know, in the afternoon, which will be pretty crazy. That'll still be light out when we're done. How motivated is the team to get that six win and, and get bowl eligible and just not let the season fade away? Oh, we're super motivated. Um, that's our main goal now is to make a bowl game. And, uh, yeah, that would be a huge accomplishment. You know, obviously we want to do better. But a first year in the Big 12 to make a bowl game would be a huge accomplishment for us, um, for the coaches. Um, you know, we've had independence years where we've gone seven and six. You know, I've been – I was a part of that my freshman year. Um, you know, we went seven and six. And so – being able to make a bowl game would be huge for us as a team. Um, but, you know, individually, you know, as coaches, it'd be just, it would be a good stepping stone for years to come if we could, you know, make a bowl game. You're one of 30 guys that's going to be honored after the game on on senior day. And from what I understand, this is going to be the last home game for you. Then you're you're moving on after this year. Uh, yep, yeah. I'll I'll be moving on, and so, you know, unless something really changes, yeah. Sure. I mean, I'm I've already I've this be my fifth this is my fifth year. I redshirted my freshman year. I played four, so technically I would be a senior without the the whole COVID thing. So, um, seems like you could find eligibility. You know, uh, however many years you want, sometimes in in college football. But yes, this uh, uh, will be my last uh, home game. So it's been a whirlwind to think. You know, it seems like yesterday it was 2017. You're signing on letter of in, on signing day, and and a lot has changed for BYU college football at large. I mean, it, you kind of just go, wow, that time has flown by quick. I know when you say 2017, that makes me. I did serve a mission, okay. Yes, so right. <laughs> that's right. 2019, but you know, two two years on the mission, it's like you didn't even exist in humanity. You know, in <laughs> terms of the world, you were uh, doing your own thing. But yeah, so it. No, I mean, I, I've been, you know, dreaming of being a BYU football player my whole life. So to. Uh, complete that journey and move on to, you know, hopefully the NFL or, you know, whatever else is in store for me. That would be, uh, um, you know, I mean, it's it's sad moving on from one chapter, but it's exciting to open a new chapter. Um, but also, you know, uh, BYU football will always be so special to me. I'll always support BYU football. I've enjoyed every minute of me playing. Um, it's been, yeah, such a, a good run, but I'm excited for these new tight ends to, you know, come in and see what they got. And, you know, we got a lot of young talent at, in the tight end position and they're going to do great for years to come also. So can you give us a, a sample of uh, or tease of who some of those young guys, I know Jackson Bowers is in there and, you know, Ethan Erickson's been a guy that's been getting some opportunities. I think he even started against West Virginia. That was that was kind of interesting. First, uh, it, what what happened? Let me just ask you that. Like, what happened on what? Like, was that just like a design going into the game where Ethan's getting the first play and then you came in the next one? Yeah, I mean, you have diff- different personnel packages, sure. so 
Ethan's, he's a long, lengthy guy. I think he had, uh, he ran like a, a seam or, you know, like an over route. So, yeah, I mean, Ethan's, Ethan will be a really good player for, um, you know, for BYU. Uh, Jackson Bowers will be really good. Um, Anthony Olsen, uh, Ray Paolo is, will be really good. Um, Nason Coleman. So Nason Coleman will be really good. Bentley Redden. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of young talent at, at the tight end position, you know, so. Let me ask you I'm about Bentley. Those guys. Bentley was a guy that came from San Clemente, your neck of the woods growing up. What uh, Were you close to him? And I, I assume that he was teammates with, uh, with your brother, right? Yeah, Bentley has uh, – I've known his family, and I've known Bentley since he was a little kid. Um, the Reddins and the Rexes, they've been great friends uh, for a long time. So, yeah, it's cool to see Bentley. You know, I, he is – I think he's a year younger than yeah. Preston, than my brother. So, no, it, it's cool to see Bentley, you know, out there. And uh, it's kind of funny, you know, you're playing with your little brother's friends. It makes you seem a little old. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, Bentley's, he's been a good friend of ours for a long time. And Bentley's super cool dude. I, I love Bentley. He's a good football player, too. What uh, has been the most rewarding aspect of being a BYU football player to you? And you can take this in any direction, on the field, off the field, whatever you see fit. But what's been the most rewarding aspect for you? Um, first of all, I was able to meet my wife here, which is the most important thing, um, and my kid. But in terms of football, um, I don't know, just you know, being able to rep the Y um have some big wins you know in my time here has been super cool make make some fans happy you know it's it's been uh definitely a really fun journey and been able to play with some really good players get coached by some super good coaches and so yeah there's probably not one thing i could place you know i've had so many good memories that um yeah i can't think of one specific thing maybe but yeah, just my whole time at BYU has, has even though it's been hard, you know, at football and sports is never, it's never easy, but it has uh, been super rewarding and super um, enjoyable my whole time here. What do you remember, Isaac, uh, about your official visit, like w or when you visited BYU as a recruit? And I, I'm just thinking, I bring this up because. I'm thinking some of the guys that are going to be playing on Saturday, and I don't know if their last game's coming up this weekend or not. They could come back with a COVID year. But I think of like Ben Bywater, Tyler Batty. Uh, I think Rico was in your class. Uh, mm. just uh, it's you know it's just like what what do you remember? Like what were you guys maybe did you did you have a relationship with those guys and maybe say like hey what do we these are some of the goals we want to accomplish here at BYU as, as we all kind of come together as a group. Yeah, I know Chaz is on there too. Yep, Chaz. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's there's a couple other two thousand. I don't want to forget anyone. Yeah, I, I think the the guys that are left are Ammon, Hanneman, Chaz, uh, you, yeah, Ammon, Band yep, Bywater, Ammon. Rico, and then uh, Batty. Everyone else has been has moved on. Yep, and then Braden Kime is on there. And, oh yeah, uh, Game Talmadge. Is well we're technically we're not. 
Yeah, I guess I was. I, I guess I was factoring the scholarship uh, when they first signed in that signing class. But yeah, those guys Got were it. came in as walk-ons too. Yep. No, I mean those are all my all my boys. I I lived with Ben. Um, we were roommates when we first got to BYU, and um, yeah, obviously I've I've known Tyler for a long time, and Ammon also, and um, yeah, Rico. I mean, we've all we all stayed in touch during our missions. Uh, we stayed in touch, you know. Uh, yeah, outside of football, like those are all my boys, and so it's. Ex- I mean, whether they choose to come back or not, which sure. is up to them. Um, it's just exciting to know that those guys, you know, accomplished a goal also that they set for themselves. And I believe a lot of those guys will have chances at the next level too. They're all really good players and they've done a lot of good things for this program. And yeah, it's, it's super exciting to, um, yeah, to know that those guys, you know, have a chance to play football afterwards, but you know, it is sad that their time may be coming to an end too. And, it's uh yeah just going through the grind of of football with those guys it it draws you closer to one another if that makes sense and sure so we've all we all wanted to play when we were um signing up BYU and we all accomplished that goal and we all made you know impacts for our teams so i feel like that's a uh, a big accomplishment for us. Yeah, I mean, you you bring we talk about those names, and you know, I think a lot of those guys got a chance, like you said, to to make it in the league. Rico definitely. I mean, it, you know, with his leg and baddies done well, Bywater. Hopefully, he's fully healthy and ready to go through the process. Are you feeling good health wise? Feel like once you get done with this season, whenever that is, hopefully at the end of December, that once you you know get done with the year, you hit the ground running for that the uh, you know draft comp uh, draft prep and and get ready for all that. Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. My my ankles held up really well this year, so I feel like I'm I'm running better than I did last year, and so I'm getting some, you know, good feedback um, from scouts and stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited, uh, but yeah, I'm focused on these next two games mostly. I gotta, you know, that every game is important, and you know what you put on film is important. So yeah, I, I care more about you know helping. BYU win than anything, and then once the season's over, then we'll, uh, you know we'll figure that that part out. But yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm feeling good health wise, so I'm, I'm I need to you know do more to help this team win. The uh, and you bring up these last two games starts with Oklahoma, the Sooners, far different look than what BYU senior days of the past have been, and no knock on some of these other teams in the past, but uh, Oklahoma's a little bit different than Utah Tech. Your thoughts on going up against this nationally ranked Oklahoma team and that defense, and what do you feel like uh, stands out to you about this matchup? Yeah, I mean, they're obviously really good, so it's like every every team's good that we play. Um, yeah, it's definitely different than years past. Uh, this The whole month of November is definitely different than um the independence era but yeah no i'm i'm excited um oklahoma is obviously such a historic program um really good team uh, got great players great quarterback their defense is is stout and they're you know they're coached by a really good head coach in venables who's been coaching for a long time and their defense is you know all over the place they got good athletes and they're they're complicated so um, yeah, it's uh, definitely going to be a challenge for us. I mean, 
and that's how it is. But you know, we're excited. We're not backing down. We we'll be ready to to roll and and give it our best shot. It's going to be fun. And when you say November has been different, I I felt the same way last week at the Iowa State game when I'm seeing you guys walk through the Cougar Walk and it's dark, and I'm like. Why does this feel so weird? But usually November games were always 1 o'clock, you know, the, the afternoon game against an FCS team. Now you're getting some early morning, some late night. You haven't had a, you know, late night November game in like seven years. So it was like, yeah, everything feels a little bit different, and that's a good thing because you still got some some big games and opportunities to get a signature win and, and get to that sixth win and get to the postseason. Well, Isaac, best of luck, and – Hopefully you guys can get it done and shock the world and, and get that uh, sixth win for the program. Yep, appreciate it. Thanks, Mitch. That's Isaac Rex here on KSL News Radio and KSL Sports Inside Cougar Football, sponsored by Economic Partners.